Welcome to Real Estate Happenings with Nan & Company Properties. We are revealing all of our secrets to help you become a successful realtor. Are you ready? Ready? Welcome back to Real Estate Happenings, your go-to podcast for all things real estate. Today, I'm your host, Laura Bunk, and I'm joined by Nikki Homan. Hey, Laura. Hey, Nikki. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's that sweet baby? She's good. She's just hit three months. How about oh your little goodness. one? Yes. It's <laughs> so crazy. Mine's, um, he's 10 weeks. Yeah, we're not too far apart. Oh, no, so. and he actually slept through the night last night. Yay. I that's know. awesome. Super pumped about that. That is really good for... Uh, when you're struggling with sleep <laughs> depri- deprivation and working at the same time, it's just, it's difficult. Oh but gosh, yeah. We're here for it today. You're telling me. Well, so today we were going to talk about staging. Um, I know Nikki and I both do a lot of staging on our properties and we were uh, kind of chatting before this and talking about what types of staging we want to talk about today. And we both agree there's there's different types of staging. So there's a staging when a home is vacant. And obviously that's the one more people are familiar with, bringing furniture in to uh, make the home not feel empty. But then there's also a virtual staging if staging isn't in the budget. And then two, if our clients are living in the home there, we call it staging, but it's really just getting the home make ready. So we were going to talk about all three of those today and hope y'all enjoy so with with staging bringing in furniture what what do we do this mostly with like new construction homes or if people have you know was a rental property and it's empty now let's bring Mm -hmm. in some furniture this is costly i mean what would you say the cost is for this i mean it really just depends it depends on the size of the home and then also how many rooms you want to stage um you know, like you said earlier, I think that staging homes that have a unique layout is important. so important. And so those might require more rooms to be staged because you need to show, well, how do I use this room? Exactly. Um, whereas in most homes, it's just the typical living room, master, dining room study. Yeah. I mean, what I think rooms usually, do you normally stage? I, I do the living room, the primary bedroom and mm-hmm. bathroom, kitchen, dining area. And then I usually leave the guest bedroom. Sometimes if there's an office, I think it's a nice touch to, to put some furniture in there. Yes. But if you don't have it in the budget, definitely the living room and definitely the primary bedroom. Absolutely. And I mean, how many of your properties do you think you're staging, Nikki? When we say staging, I mean bringing the furniture in. Most of my properties are resale properties. So I'd say it's a small percentage, Mm -hmm. but um, I do have new construction developments and I have stressed with my clientele. If we can't sell it pre, you know, dirt sell, let's bring in some furniture and have like a model home. So all of my builders will stage a home. So that's like a 100% thing. And do Um, you find that your homes that are staged sell quicker? Yeah. That people imagine their items in their home. They, maybe they take a seat on the couch, talk it over with the wife, husband, whatever uh, the situation might be. And, um, they feel comfortable there. It just warms up the place, especially if you have a large floor plan and it starts to feel really like stark and white and, Mm. um, almost like empty. The staging helps warm that up for sure. And I'd say, I mean, I've had stagers come in and do like three month contracts for as low as like $4,000, which I think is Mm. pretty good. That's a good price. I know, um, one of your stagers was like, I think it was like 5,000 or so ish, Mm 6,000. So, um, I mean, it can vary. So make sure if you are going to take that as an expense as a realtor, make sure you have something worked out with your seller or it really needs to be, I personally think a seller expense. I agree. agree. Yeah. I mean, 
I think typically it can help you get listings if it's something that you're willing to bring to the table, but it should be sort of a shared burden between the agent and the, and the seller. I, and I it'll think. depend on that price point too. Exactly. $350,000 home. We're not going to go and spend that much money. <laughs> That'd be your whole that, commission. <laughs> that makes a good point. You know, what, at what price point do you think you should stage? And like you said, you, there's a difference in the type of clientele for a $350,000 home versus sure. a $2 million home. Yeah. Um, but I would still argue that even if you're selling a $350,000 home, that type of buyer still too, I love what you said, they want to sit down on the couch mm -hmm. and have a conversation and it keeps them there longer, longer. and it makes yeah. it feel warmer mm -hmm. and you do get a return on your investment. Um, but I find that more of the lower end price points aren't staging as much as the higher end. Yeah. Do you find that as well? Yeah, for sure. If it less is a community and you've got, you know, six plus homes, then mm -hmm. yeah, you're staging a home, but no, if you're just having one offs, right? Yeah. You're, you probably at 350,000, you don't have the budget, but there's things that you can do. Yes. Like bring in some towels, bring in some, um, okay, so, so little knickknacks yes. and such. Yeah. Go to Kirkland's TJ Maxx. Everybody loves TJ Maxx. Yeah. Um, and you can get some great finds or even, um, if you, if it's your first listing and you want to like decorate your vacant home, take some stuff from your mm -hmm. house, even like outdoor furniture. Oh, that's a good works. idea. So if you're, if you're getting your first listing, you know, there's all, always, you know, economically, yeah. um, uh, options for you out there. Right. And I mean, in this market where there's not a whole lot of inventory, so maybe this doesn't apply today, but you know, in a market where the it's saturated with similar listings, mm -hmm. I would say that in a $350,000 price range, if you were to encourage your sellers to stage, it's going to set you apart from all For those sure. other listings, which you absolutely want to do. But then maybe let's talk about Nikki. Okay. If, if the seller or client can't afford to, to actually stage the property with mm -hmm. actual furniture, then we mentioned virtual staging. Super um, easy. Have you worked <laughs> with many virtual stagers? Yes, I have. There's a couple of companies out there. Um, and I know TK images hires, uses oh, virtual yeah. staging now. Um, so I've used them before. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I did. And I, I do the same. I mean, I usually 75 to a hundred dollars a photo. Um, and so I'll do like the kitchen, living room, primary mm -hmm. bedroom, and that's it. Um, but though sometimes people think, okay, it's misleading because the furniture's yes. not there, but I mean, whatever gets the person in the door, right. if they see that room, um, and it just gives it a different appeal. And yeah. also it's something that not every agent does too. Now, do you think it's sort of like catfishing someone? <laughs> <laughs> that's what some people have said, but I'd say it gives you the ideas of how to work a space. Right. And I, it, it's all about marketing and, we're, and as long as you put, you know, this is a virtually staged photo in the description, yeah. I mean, you're really not misleading anyone. Right. So I've found, you know, I really encourage my sellers to actually bring the furniture in, mm -hmm. um, if they're not going to be there, no matter what the price point. And then the, the second option would be virtual if that's just not in their budget. But I have found that if I virtually stage a home, sometimes the feedback is the photos are so much better or, mm -hmm. um, the space didn't work and, and things like that. And I feel that if the furniture is there, like we mentioned earlier, it's just, it warms up the place. And so they might get real excited about yeah. the home when they see the photos. Yeah. And then it's a letdown when they get there and it <laughs> doesn't look as nice. Well, it's, it's definitely a case by case scenario yeah. with virtual staging, but, um, you know, try it. If you yeah. have a listing that's sitting, it might be something that you go ahead and try and see if you can get Absolutely. someone in the door. Um, 
And then the third is having a make ready process where you have a seller living in the home. Yes. So have you ever, before we get into like the things that we think you need to do before you list the home, which we would call staging Mm -hmm. the, the prep time. Um, have you, have you ever, I guess, brought a stager into a already lived in home and helped them move furniture around or, uh, I guess, bring in a few stage pieces to mix with theirs. So that would be, I guess, a kind of stage home. I have not brought someone in, um, just because I like to say I I do have an eye for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and unless that person suggests it, but personally I haven't, I've just brought in a couple of pieces because I actually have a storage of staging, um, furniture and oh, wow, that's awesome. um, decor that I have, I will mix and mingle with some of my listings. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just small stuff. Sometimes it's like little cabinet stuff that I can actually like lift on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I have like mixed some of the stuff that yes, I have with theirs, with theirs. or, you know, I I'm pretty direct with my <laughs> yeah. sellers and, um, you know, it's like, Okay, Mrs. Potter, you can't have the ten cats around. We've got to right. get rid of them. Like, let's board them. Let. So I'm pretty direct with like, you need to take that down. That needs to come off yep. the wall. This needs to turn around. All this needs to be cleared out. Yes, I um, call that destaging. Yeah. So we, so we, de- <laughs> we like to destage, uh, which is the same as decluttering. Yes. yes. So I, I do a lot of that, and um, you know, some people are receptive to it. Some people fight me on it, but um, for the most part, everybody wants to do what they need to do to get their house sold. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are not a direct person, maybe find another agent that is direct and can yes. help you yes. help that person. I think that's a huge <laughs> part of our job is yeah. we, I mean, you hire us to not be nice yeah. if, if we're honest. I mean, and that is us being nice because yeah. we want to get you the most money for your home. Correct. And yeah. so we're not doing our job if we're not going in there and asking our client to move things around or, you know, take things down or, yeah. or get the cats out or dogs out or whatever it may be. And so, you know, sometimes I tell people when I walk in, hey, you're not going to like me, Mm -hmm. but when this house sells quickly Quickly. and for what you want, you'll love me. Yeah. And it could be something simple as the light fixture looks super dated. Yes. Throw in a a new, you know, $80 light fixture. Change out all the plates. Yes. Sometimes the plates are yellow in the houses. Like let's just change those out. Small things can make such a huge difference. Yeah. And painting a room. If the, you know, little girl's room was neon pink. Well, let's, let's just paint it back. Make it neutral. Yeah. Make it neutral. Um, make the whole house neutral. If there's, you know, marks along the wall when you're walking up, you know, just, just touch it up. I mean, those are simple things that they can do that are inexpensive or may not even cost anything if they have the builder's totally. paint or, or have the yeah. paint that they used. Totally. Um, okay. So we've talked a little bit about each of those things. I mean, you know, I, I would also say too, going back to the the getting a home make ready. One of my biggest pet peeves is when light bulbs don't match. I don't know I meant to mention that. Um, I want every light bulb to be exactly the same. So it's like the first thing I look for when I go into homes, when I'm showing, um, or especially when I'm about to list, but, um, is there a certain type of light that you like Nikki? I, I like to use 27 K. Um, it's a, it's like a, it's a 27K watt. It's a, a warm white. So it's not hospital white, but it's okay. not yellow. Okay. And I go through and change out light bulbs myself a lot of times and get on ladders. Um, I don't have a... Um, that's funny that you have a particular light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it's very particular. If, if uh, I feel their house is too yellow or too white, I will tell them, how do you feel about changing every uh, yeah, light bulb? I, I don't have a particular light bulb, but I will take notice of like, if you change these out to an LED mm-hmm. or yes. something, it's going to make it brighter. Um, I usually buy just 
for all my houses, just the LED, like a daylight color. Yeah. Um, but yes, that is very important and a detail that I don't think everyone catches. And, and the lighting can change the wall color. It really you know? can. So a buyer can go in and say, I hate this wall color. Well, if you change the lighting, it's a completely different. Yeah. And then what are you talking like $50 to change it's so easy. six to 10 bulbs? Yes. Yes. Not very much. No. Any other little tips you want to maybe give our listeners before we sign off here? Um, I know that home offices are big right now. So if you have a space that is a flex space, I, I would definitely recommend making that some kind of home office or gym. Mm. Um, if you do have some like gym equipment, I've even seen people stage just like with a yoga mat and like, yeah. a, you know, a small little weight set. I mean, there, there's a home gym and yeah. it just looks clean and simple. Um, so that's, a, that's I, actually I, a good idea right now. You know, people yeah. are wanting to work out at home, we work at home. So having yeah. a gym and office at your house is big bonus. And you can even go pick up, you know, stuff that's a hundred dollars or less at, you know, target and stage it with a small desk and put yeah. a little picture frame from your house. And there mm. you go. So one thing we also didn't talk about was the exterior. Um, we oh, talked a lot about yeah. interior, but you know, that's the curb appeal. So yeah. I don't know how you feel about when you look at a listing and the first photo is an interior shot. Mm -hmm. I always think, well, the house won't be ugly. Yeah. And that's I'm exactly, sure, no, that's definitely I'm what sure I think. that's what buyers are thinking. Yeah. Or it's a bad layout or something. Yeah. So I always try to make the exterior photo the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I always tell my sellers, you know, it, it doesn't cost a whole lot to just go run and buy a couple flowers and yeah. plant those. Um, but I, I definitely send them a yard guy, but what other tips can we give them for the outside? I mean, power washing, power washing, um, you know, making sure your the hardy plank always has some kind of residue. Mm. If you've been living there for a long time, mm -hmm. get out there, power wash the exterior, power wash the windows. That makes a huge difference yes. too. Um, and you know, look for, for rotted wood, anything that a buyer is going to pick up on, mm -hmm. you know, take care of it now if it's yeah. simple, like yeah. painting. And two, that's their first impression. When they walk up to the house, even if the interior looks immaculate, mm -hmm. the, their first impression is going to set the whole tone of the showing. So Absolutely. if they walk up and it looks abandoned on the outside, they're going to have that negative vibe when they go inside. For sure. And with the exterior, you're, you're cleaning that up, like deep clean your house. Yes. That means, what does that mean? Baseboards, Baseboards <laughs> grout, like in the, in the showers, yes. get the moldy grout power yes. wash. I knew, I know you can power wash tile that helps too. Yes. really gives it a brighter look. Um, the soap scum mm. on the shower glass. Those are all, I mean, again, these are all things that if yeah. you just put some elbow grease into yep. it, you, you can do yourself. <laughs> the biggest compliment is when someone asks, do the sellers live here? Or do they have kids here? Yeah. <laughs> or they see toys and they're like, I didn't even think there was kids here. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. We, yeah. we have kids. So we know all, all the kids yeah. come with all the stuff. Yes. So what do you tell your clients about all their kid stuff? So for pictures, we take them all down. Yes. But for showings, I know you have to live in the house. And especially if you're getting a lot of showings, then, you know, try to put everything away. But I, I let them leave out a couple of things because mm -hmm. after all, if you're living in the property, people are going to understand that. Yeah. Buyers are going to understand that. Uh, other families are going to understand that. Yeah. So, but yeah, for pictures, everything has to go. Yes. Everything. Where do they put it though? They stuff it in the closet. <laughs> I always, you don't show the closets. Yeah. Well, I always try um, and encourage my clients to put their stuff in a storage unit because mm. I want the closets to look big. Yeah. And I want people to think they're storage. That's true. Um, so I, I always do that. Or the garage. I mean, 
Eh, yeah. So the guy cares about the garage, but the yeah. wife buys the house, right? Exactly. So, um, but I mean, the best thing would be the storage Absolutely. storage unit so that everything looks big. Yeah. And then you could go to the storage unit and change out the toys every couple days or so. Yeah, or, if, you, if, if you have if, time for if that. If you have time for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you've got three or four kids, you might have to invest in some kind of storage unit, which right. a lot of our clients are open to doing that for mm-hmm. sure. So that's something that you can, another idea you can bring your clients if they have a house full of clutter. Yeah. Um, well, it's a great time to purge. Yes. So maybe you don't even need the storage yeah, unit. Donate donate. Donate, yeah, donate toys. Donate, donate, donate clothes, excuse me. Um, but yeah, so I think that's, that's really it. You know, you've got the virtual staging, you've got the actual staging where you're bringing furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys need contacts for that we too, those. we have all those. So just comment in the podcast or contact us directly. Um, and then, um, the, uh, virtual staging. Yeah. So you've got three options yeah. that are all priced for, from, you know, $50, you know, yes. all the way to a couple yeah. thousand. So I think the most important thing for new agents listening is to find yourself a stager you trust and you like and make them your go-to stager. Find a handyman that you trust and you like. Yes. Your go-to handyman. Painter. And, <laughs> yep. And a yard guy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, um, I think that just about covers everything. So thank you all for listening to our podcast today. We hope that you've gotten a couple tips on staging and getting your properties ready and how to pitch some things when you're on listing appointments. Um, and then, you know, once again, I'm Laura Bunk and you can follow me on Instagram at Laura Bunk Homes and my co-host, Nikki Homan. What's your handle, Nikki? Uh, it is sold by Nikki H. Yeah. And also be sure to follow Nan Properties on social media and uh, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. So hope to talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.